if you don't have a strategy, people think, well, I need to be at a certain level before I start a strategy. Absolutely not. If you can start a strategy sooner than later, you're already headed in the right direction. You know what your true north is, and now you're headed there confident. Ending Small Business Failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's your host, the Small Biz Chat Lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Hey there. Are you thinking about starting your dream business? Well, if you are, I have the path for you to go down so that not only do you start your business, but you start a profitable and sustainable small business. This fall, I'm going to be teaching my Become Your Own Boss class live. It's a 10-week online class that is a hybrid. You get a little bit online, but you have a two-hour live class with me every week for 10 weeks and I am going to be teaching it this fall. It is starting October 10th and I really want you to come and get a real roadmap. Not only are you going to have your business plan completed, but you're also going to end my course with a pitch deck and a launch plan. I'm going to help you start your dream business with a plan and I'm going to help you launch it. No other business plan course is doing that. And they're certainly not doing it with America's number one small business expert. So I want to invite you to head over to smallbizladyuniversity.com and check out Become Your Own Boss. We're going to be teaching it this fall starting October 10th. And I want you to sign up today. All right, take care. Hi, everybody. I'm Melinda Erickson, the Small Biz Lady, America's number one small business expert. And it is my pleasure to welcome you to another episode of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about strategy and branding from every angle you could imagine. So we are going to be talking about how to use strategy to better inform your marketing efforts. We're also going to be talking about how to build your brand online. And we're going to talk about how to build an authentic brand. Now, all of these work together. So I'm so excited to have my three guests because they all do very similar things in very niche areas. So I am so excited to have them here. So if you're looking for ways to boost your sales, you're in the right place because one of my guest experts is going to talk about if you fix your strategy, you will grow your sales. And if you've been thinking about how to boost your brand online, I have a customer here, a client who's going to talk about how to grow your brand online strategically. You don't have to be doing everything. You have to be doing the right things. And authenticity is what it is all about today. And I have a wonderful guest expert who's going to talk about how she built an authentic brand and how you can too. Now here on the Small Biz Chat podcast, we talk about how to start and grow a successful business. My guests all have amazing insight to share, and we really consider this a peer-to-peer mentoring program for you in your business. The mission of Small Biz Chat is to end small business failure. Now, hopefully you're watching us on my Small Biz Lady Facebook fan page or on my YouTube channel. Either way, I want you to like and subscribe and share so that other people can learn all of this great small business insight right here. 
So now it's time for me to introduce my first guest, and his name is Jimmy Newsom. And Jimmy is a business and growth strategist and consultant. He's an international speaker, and he is the founder of Moving Forward Small Business. He specializes in working with small businesses and entrepreneurs, and he is a contributor and leadership network member with Entrepreneur.com. Newsom holds industry certifications in Google, HubSpot, SEMrush, Cascade, and many others, and serves as a board and committee member for various private government and nonprofit organizations. For more information about him, go to movingforwardsmallbusiness.com. Jimmy, welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast. Alinda, thank you for having me here. I'm super excited to be here with you and our other distinguished guests, so I appreciate it, truly. Awesome. So give us your backstory, Jimmy. How did you get started? How did you become like the strategy guru? Oh, well, it was a straight path. And my background actually started in the music industry and I went into video production. I actually made my first sale in seventh grade. I was selling candy at second period, which was kind of like the witching hour because it was just before people were could have lunch. They were starving. I didn't know it was entrepreneurship, but it, it ended up becoming entrepreneurship. But I still didn't learn that word until I was probably about 25. So there was a huge gap there. But, you know, going from entertainment to video production to marketing and then to business consulting and advising was actually not me. It was actually the people around me who saw that I would bring a lot more to the table around conversation. And that's kind of what led me to strategy, because one thing I realized is that strategy you know, as I talk to my partners, as I talk to small business owners that I work with, you know, sometimes you don't you don't have a a, a problem in finance or human resources or, or marketing. You typically have a strategy problem. And if you look at the strategy, the strategy will dictate, well, what should I be doing based on what the strategy is presenting for me? So that's kind of where we ended up. So let's talk about strategy. I mean, like, why is strategy so important? Why does every small business owner need a strategy? Well, let, let's take a step back. At the end of the day, they, I think a lot of small businesses think strategies for big business. And I've been blessed enough to be able to, to work and in, interact with both small businesses and large businesses. The, the difference is there has to be a level of a translation. You know, a small business can't execute on what a big business would do for strategy, but there are lessons to be learned. So we have to translate it and go, what does that actually mean to you as a small business. So when we're able to do that, then it, it makes more sense. We, we, we have the ability to be more agile as a small business, but we, of course, we don't have the resources of the, of the large business. So the more strategic we are, the better. If we take a look at 2020 and when the pandemic kicked in, 4.3 million new businesses were filed in the United States. And that's up from 2019 and it's continued to grow. So what does that mean? There's more businesses, there's more small businesses entering the market and that creates more competition. A strategy is important because one, it becomes the blueprint. It tells you where you need to be going. It tells you what you should be doing. But if you don't have a strategy, people think, well, I need to be at a certain level before I start a strategy. Absolutely not. If you can start a strategy sooner than later, you're already headed in the right direction. You know what your true north is, and now you're headed there confidently. So what are the top three things we should be thinking about when developing a strategy or, or updating one, frankly? Sure. And there's, and believe me, there's quite a few things because for every business, it is differently different. But the most important one for me is vision. And most people look at vision, values, and all these things as kind of like woo-woo. In most cases, they're used that way, which is why you think of it that way. But a vision tells you 
where you're trying to be in five years, 10 years, 20 years. And now that dictates everything else. Everything else that has to happen to grow your business has to point you in that direction. So now you know what to say yes to and you know what to say no to. So vision is number one. Second thing is market analysis. When I talk to the market analysis of small business, I can see the fear in their face because it sounds like some crazy, strange word. Market analysis, what does that mean? There are tools today that can help you with market analysis. And when you, the key is not under, knowing that there's a lot of data. The key is what do I do with that data now that I know about it? So you need to understand what is going on in regards to market analysis, understanding the market internally, externally, you know, SWOT analysis, if you will, that aspect. And then the third one is, is resource allocation. That's usually the biggest one. You know, one of my mentors said, the great thing about entrepreneurs is they fall in love with their ideas. The bad thing about entrepreneurs is they fall in love with their ideas. You know, it, it's really about allocating resources. You know, I, I meet people and I was one of them. I had the record label and I had the management company and I had the production company and I was in the band, you know, and at the end of the day, it's okay to be that ambitious. But if you don't allocate the resources properly, things don't move. So those are the three things, vision, market analysis, and resource allocation. All right. Well, I'm going to obviously follow up with market analysis. So if I want to do a market analysis, and I obviously that takes into a consideration your competitive analysis, right? And how do you kind of, what are some of the tools and the best ways to get this information about what's going on in your industry and what's going on with your competitors? Sure. Now, I, I recommend a number of different tools. My favorite tool is a tool called SimRush, okay, which is an amazing tool. It's very robust. It covers not, it covers SEO structure. It covers digital ads social media, content marketing, marketing and trends. So it's an all-in-one tool. So it, it can be a bit of a, a cost uh, inhibitor for a small business. So there are other, other tools, but if you make strategy and market analysis a part of your daily routine, this tool is worth it because I don't do anything from the gut anymore other than look at it and go, I should probably stop eating. Besides that, I it, it's... It, you have to leverage tools these days. You know, when we talk about AI and we talk about machine learning tools and all this, it's a small business's best friend. You know, I use another tool called uh, Winmo. I use, I use a tool called HREP. I use multiple tools and these tools do all the heavy lifting for me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I also, my, one of my favorite tools is actually SpotFu. I really like SpotFu sure. on competitors' websites too. But I like some of the tools that you talk about as well. They're a little pricey for a small business, but they do get the job done. Now, let's talk about setting goals, right? So it's like I have my strategy. Okay, but how do I set sort of like my short term versus my long term, you know, sort of like big picture vision goals? Sure. So I'm going to give you a more of a structure. So we use in my organization framework called Cascade. Okay. And so with Cascade, we're able, we start with the vision. Okay. And the vision says, this is where we're headed. From the vision, we go into our values. Now, this was one that was hard for me to wrap my head around at first, because again, I think values, woo, woo, blah, 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 blah. Right. But at the end of the day, the values tell us how we're supposed to behave. But the values, you can't have a values for your customers and a separate set of values for your, for your uh, internal team. The values have to be the same. And also the values are not about trust honesty, respect. That should be a given. It has to be really about what makes you unique. You know, one of my board members said to me, he goes, 
one of your values is you fight like hell for small business owners. And I was like, oh, I never really thought of it like that. Now let's put that into context. So if we look at that and 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 if someone's de de choosing between me and someone else, you're gonna choose the that the person A that says, you know, we we're trustworthy, we're honest, we're respectful, or you're gonna choose Jimmy. Why would I choose Jimmy? Because one of his values is he fights like hell. He will not give up until you have won. Which one are you gonna choose? Exactly. Number two. So if we go with those two things, next thing we do is we look at the goals, which are also the focus areas. Now we want to focus on three main goals for the year. If we focus on three main goals, which I call focus areas, then the objectives to get to those focus areas have to align. That way we can look at things so people set objectives without understanding what the focus areas are. So you're already headed in the wrong direction. So it becomes a system, a cascading system. You got your vision, values, focus areas. Then your objectives, from your objectives, you create your projects and your KPIs, and now you can figure out how to measure. Now you got yourself a system. I love it. I love it. Listen, when we come right back on the Small Biz Chef podcast, we're going to be talking more with Jimmy Newsom about how to use strategy to run your business better. I'm Melinda Emerson, the Small Biz Lady, and we will be right back. Are you ready to become a boss? Hi, I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady. Click the button below and take my free boss quiz. This assessment will help you learn your entrepreneur type and find the right business model for you. Get this information about the number one asset in your business. Yeah, that's you. Hi, everybody. This is Melinda Emerson, the Small Biz Lady, and welcome back to the Small Biz Chat Podcast. I'm talking with my guest, Jimmy Newsom, about strategy and how it should really inform every single thing you do in your business. So, Jimmy, back to you. Um, how can you involve your team or your employees in the strategy development process? Is it something you should do as a business owner by yourself or should your team be involved in developing the strategy? Yeah. And, and that's where most small business owners make the mistake. They develop in a vacuum. If you want people to buy into the big vision, you want people to follow, to, to follow you on that journey, you know, there are things that you have to do as a business owner to kind of set the, the point the ship in the right direction. But from there, you need to encourage open dialogue. You need to give them the ability to, to collaborate, to listen. You know, you can even set high level objectives for your team, but then involve them so they can actually go, well, and let them choose the path. Because at the end of the day, the path is what's important. But if they're brought into the path and they understand how their contribution is contributes to the big plan and how we, how, you know, that, that whole level of transparency, why we do what we do, there's more buy-in and now they own it. And when they own it, they feel more an, of an obligation to fulfill on that obligation, that promise, you know, and, and again, that's when it goes back up to the top. You know, people want to work for an organization that cares about a community. So if you're always talking about your products and services versus your purpose, vision, and mission, you're already headed in the wrong direction. So, you know, you really got to involve them in at, at any and every opportunity. And the more they're involved, the better the opportunity will be that things will work in the right direction and everybody's on board at 100% all the time. So talk to me about the obstacles go. This all sounds great. Everybody's going to love developing the new strategy and everybody's going to work on it. Okay. Well, what are some of the obstacles that people run into when they are developing a new strategy for their business? Sure. So Cascade, the tool that I use a lot, uh, says it best. They say execute when it comes to, you know, they say nine out of 10 business uh, companies that have a strategy fail. Nine out of 10. 
not the ones who don't have it, but the ones who do have it. And the biggest thing is they fail on execution and alignment is always the problem. Okay. So you have to create alignment with the, the, uh, with, and, and that, and that's all about accountability. So the problem is always, you know, lack of resources, a lack of understanding about what we're trying to achieve, unclear vision, values, and focus areas are ones that are not really fleshed out. So it's very clear. You should be able to talk to me about your, someone should be able to talk to me about your business without you ever being in the room. If you leave anything up to interpretation, there you are, it's already unclear. I need to be able to be able to sell for me if I never, ever talk to the person that they're trying to sell it to. That's when you know you're, that everybody's on board. So the, you know, it's, it's a lack of resources, it's lack of, it's competition. It's someone's doing it better than you. I had a, a conversation yesterday about competition, but being in competition with yourself. I know I have competitors, but I feel like I don't have competition, you know, and I'm not trying to serve everybody. Whenever I hear the term, everybody's my customer, I run. I do not want you as a customer. I'm saying that right now. And for anybody, I'm not trying to insult you, but listen, I like to win and you're making it hard to win, <laughs> win for you. So there are a lot of things, but it's really about understanding that I need to make strategy at a part of our daily activity. Well, what about, I want you to really ask you about, okay, so I have this strategy, but mm -hmm. then something like the pandemic happens, right? So yep. when should a small business consider revisiting its strategy? Like what, obviously a global pandemic is like a once in a lifetime thing, but what normal things like should trigger a review of the strategy? Well, one, you shouldn't even need a trigger. You should be doing this on a regular basis. So you need to be reviewing your strategy, if not daily, depending on your job position, at least weekly and monthly. We talk about creating meetings um, and, you know, there's this whole big, big thing about getting rid of meetings. The problem is we got to get better at them, you know, so we need to be having meetings and they talk about the different levels of strategy, depending on if they're one-on-one -on -one meetings, department-based meetings, board meetings, and only showing the data that's important. And that data should always be rooted in strategy. Okay. So that's one. Two, you need a tracking mechanism. So uh, when I, I set some pretty audacious goals for my business about in 2020, and I presented it to my board member, and this is kind of what really triggered me and scared the hell out of me at the same time. Cause I was like, oh my goodness, I, I gotta, I gotta make sure this happens. And I know I can be slightly distracted by the blinky shiny. So I put a, I, I searched for tools because I'm a tools guy. And I, to, to help me. And so there are tools out there that can help you manage your strategy and also make it accessible to every single person on your, in your, on your team, in your organization. So everybody has direct access to the strategy and they can see how they contribute to it. And so when something like the pandemic happens, you've already kind of have contingency plans in place. You can see how you can make adjustments. You can see where there might be opportunities for innovation. All these things start to happen, but you can't create a strategy and hide it away on a Google Drive, or if you're really old school, in a file cabinet. So you need to put it in a place where it's easily accessible and people are accessible because it's a part of their job as of today. I love it. All right, Jimmy, what is the best business advice anyone has ever given you? If you can't find someone to do it, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that sounds a little weird, and, and, and I'll, I'll put a little context behind that. One of my mentors was interviewing the guy who created Fuddruckers. Okay. And I was at the time I was huge, huge in video editing. 
So I would edit all these things where I learned all these lovely stuff yelling out to you right now. And he goes, what happened to that thing you were doing, this huge project? He goes, didn't do it. He goes, yeah, but it was such a huge moneymaker. He goes, I couldn't find the right team. And we as entrepreneurs are notorious, again, for having 18 side hustles. And it's okay to have 18 side hustles as long as you're putting people in place to do them. If not, put them on hold and focus. Stay focused on what you can do and, and what can generate you revenue the quickest. And then if you have to reinvest that in the other side projects and put a team behind it and let it work, that's what I learned. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Demi. Your valuable insight was so, so helpful. And next up, we're going to be talking to an expert about how to build your brand strategy online. I'm Melinda Everson, the Small Biz Lady. You're watching the Small Biz Chat Podcast, and we will be right back. Hey there, have you always wanted to start your dream business? Well, now is the time. My Become Your Own Boss class is back online this fall, starting October 10th. Sign up for our 10-week online course, and you're going to have two-hour live weekly sessions. We're going to give you everything you need to build your business plan, your pitch deck, and your launch plan. If you're ready to start your dream business in 2023, do not delay. Sign up for this course so that you can start off the new year as an entrepreneur. Head over to smallbizladyuniversity.com, and you'll get all the details to sign up for Become Your Own Boss. The live course starting again October 10th, 2023. Thanks for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Melinda Emerson. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday for more fantastic information and interviews. You can find more sources and small business success strategies by visiting Melinda's website, succeedasyourownboss.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week.